listen to mama.com you might not go to hell mind of man mind of god number 60 it's october the 14th 2007 the 28th sunday in ordinary time hi dave and you'll all be glad to know that neither Ryan or I are depressed, paranoid, schizophrenic, well, you, or otherwise impaired today. <laughs> I, you're well, overstating, well, Dave. Well, we may be otherwise impaired if we haven't realized yet. That's true. At least those major ones are out of the way. Yes, hi, Reiner. How are you? Man, I'm great. <laughs> That's terrific. Well, let's get into our reading. Let's just jump right into it, feet first, head first. How about head first? I don't care. You know, I always thought that whole jumping in feet first, It'd be much more uh, meet with that saying or, or fit that saying if you said, I'm going to jump in head first, because that's more dangerous, isn't it? Anyways, that's an aside. Let's just move on. Um, yeah, so today's readings. Here's what I thought they were about. Thanking God. Being he thankful. Being grateful. And then there was this whole, like, purification kind of subtext to it. That was my reading on it. Really? Yeah, what do you think? I guess I I saw thankfulness, and thankfulness didn't really say anything to me. But when you said grateful, yeah, that's sort of a different word. I mean, not kind of. Well, what what's the difference? Well, you know, if if you can just say oh thanks, that doesn't really trigger any emotion in me, you, because I've heard a lot of yeah thanks, and it means nothing. Yeah, it's like have a nice day. Yeah. But when you say you're grateful, that sort of brings other thoughts and feelings to mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I guess... Grateful is more a... Um, it, it, it's much more internalized. It, 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 it has that sense of you really appreciate the thing that you're grateful for. You appreciate the person or being or entity that got it for you or helping you or doing whatever. Yes. It, I mean, it's 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 more that you actually care, or that yeah yeah I don't know, but anyway, now we're rambling. Well, no, we're we're just getting rolling. <laughs> when we start rambling, we'll know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so I you know I was looking at these readings, and of course you know the first and the third reading, you know the first reading was kind of interesting to me in that uh, this what's his name Naaman or something, and he had leprosy and then he got cured. And he immediately wanted to thank the person that did it. You know, he wanted to thank Elisha or do something for him. And Elisha was, no, 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 don't do that. And then, and maybe you could explain this down here, what this whole, because I'm not a farmer. So, um, you know, he says at the end here, if, if you will not accept, please let me, your servant, have two mule loads of earth, for I will no longer offer holocaust. I guess holocaust in that context means killing animals or something. Is that right? Or sacrifice? Yeah, that's a sacrifice where they actually, you know, that that's their whole burning the animals up. Oh, know, okay. They split them in two. Burnt and, offering. Yeah, it's a burnt offering kind of thing. So what does this mule loads of earth have to do? Well, that's because that has to do with his, I will know or to any God except the Lord. He wants to um, create, he, he wants to take <laughs> the place with him what? So, well he's saying I'm gonna they had a lot of I mean even when you when you go to the second reading which is about you know the Jews and the Samaritans mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk there's always this issue of 
where should we worship the Lord? We should worship him in, Jer in Jerusalem. We should worship him in, in Samaria. Mm -hmm. So it was like the place, you know, mattered because that meant I'm in the right place and I'm doing the right thing. Right. And, and that's the letter what, of the law kind of thing. Kind of thing. And so Naaman, who I think is also like a big king foreigner, which also harkens to the gospel reading because the Samaritans were, you know, the Jews were the chosen people, the Israelites. And this was a non-Jew doing the right thing. So that yeah, was you can kind of see why the Jews got a little pissed off at Jesus with this stuff. He's always saying how great the Samaritans are. Exactly. And this Naaman thing is kind of the same thing. He's saying, this is a king over here. They could, his people couldn't cure him. He came to this guy, Elisha, and he got cured by washing in the Jordan. And uh, then, so then he says, okay, well, then I will worship to your God. But, of course, he's the king of wherever he's from. He has to go back. So since the place is important, he takes the earth with him so he can, it's like he's there. You know? wow. So now I'm offering sacrifice to your God because I'm on your soil. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow, man. It really points out the whole, you know, I think we, can somewhat appreciate over this over here, but the importance of the land over there too, just in terms of the culture. Yes, that w where I do what I do is important to what I'm doing, or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and then we went to the third reading, and uh, you mean the one in the middle? Uh -huh. What's that? The one in the middle, you mean? The one? Oh no, the gospel. Oh, okay. I was talking about the gospel. I was going to go there and talk about something. Do it. Okay. <laughs> um, but then we, as you said, we had this thing about the Samaritans, and then, and then only one of them, or or no, it was just the Samaritan that came back and was grateful um, and thankful. And so, I, I, see, I thought these were kind of corollary in a way because, in a sense, you have in the third reading you have someone coming back and praising God or praising Jesus uh, or being thankful. Um, and all these other jamokes that, you know, got healed and were so happy and just ran off, you know. But it it, it, it did, to me, it was, it was talking about, again, like, who are, who are you grateful to and who are you thankful to about these things? And which comes back to this whole idea of being grateful to God for whatever, everything, not just healings or, you know, your everyday life, the things that you have in your life. And, and and the importance of gratefulness, just in terms of how you, how you get by in life and how you deal with things, and, and and also I think the effect that gratefulness has on you as a person to be to be a grateful person versus just always feeling like a sense of lack. Yeah, or not being thankful, or say, oh, this is just all owed to me, and oh, oh right, uh, you know, I'm, I I deserve all this. <laughs> oh right, yeah. So. Now, um, the other thing I was interested in is both these readings have this leprosy concept, I guess. And that seemed to be an important thing, this, this whole idea of purification, too. And I'm wondering if that is sort of symbolic, because uh, it's used often. I wonder if it's symbolic of something else besides just healing of your flesh. I'm, I'm sure it is. I mean, we're all not clean in the sense that, right... <laughs> Everybody needs to be saved and and have this healing. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, I think it's 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 somewhat a metaphorical thing where I need to be healed, Jesus, or in the first reading, Elisha helps God help you be healed, and then you say, "Oh, thank you," and be grateful for it. I mean, I I'm I'm sure that that that's the whole point. I'm using the concept of you know sick leprosy as right. my uncleanliness, right. my sinfulness, and that can be healed. Also because that's so apparent. That's such a, a yes. real visual, visceral thing that people could relate to, I imagine. So. Yeah. So. Um, now what about the second reading? Oh, Paul to Timothy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, that has that sounds more like um, I will bear with you know that's that you kind of sort of mentioned that you know people always whining complaining like mm -hmm. like we do you know Dave <laughs> yeah and it's, it's terrible that people do that it's terrible isn't it? <laughs> other people out there do that kind of thing what kind of bastards are they anyway oh my god but but yeah the whole point that well you know what I'm suffering this for the sake of the kingdom this right. is what I'm supposed to do. You know, blah blah. Shut up and deal with it. Quit whining. Quit yeah. your whining. Quit your whining. Um, you know, when I was, I went and got some other. I found another reading I'm going to do at the end here. But I, I, as I was going through, I, you know, I, I there, there was an article about sports figures that, you know, when they win, they're they're thanking God. You know. Yeah. And I was thought. <laughs> I mean, you know how I just want to thank Jesus. You know all the stuff that they do when they after they pummel somebody for fifteen rounds too. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you you rarely see you know when they interview someone in the locker room, like maybe they interview the opposing team. I, I, you you hardly ever hear one of them say, "Well, I'd like to thank God for this loss because I'm going to become a better person." Yeah. yeah. You don't hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it, that reminds me of watching MTV years ago. When they had the MTV Awards, uh -huh. and like Michael Jackson won every award, and after everyone he gave him said, "I want to thank my mother and my father and God or something," and I went, "You slime dog!" But anyway, <laughs> I just you know that, that whole thanking people when you get something. I mean, in I theory, know. it's good, but and, and also and there's the other thing too about yeah, I mean that that comes you know that, right. It's part of that whole theme of. Well, when things go right, I'm grateful, and when things go wrong, well, I guess I guess you must have had t been taking the day off for me, or <laughs> yeah, or something like you know, if only good things are, I don't know, and and that I think also ties in with that idea that we're not really thankful on a day to day basis or grateful on a day to day basis for things. And I remember my father, um, like every night before he went to bed, he would he would get on his knees and he'd pray and I, I was like well that's, that's interesting and I think he did it kind of a partly as a meditation partly but partly just to express his I think he I think he was legitimately grateful for his life you know and, and I think he expressed that often hmm. I don't think people yeah. do that so much. I know I don't do it I get into my own you know worries yeah. concerns you know this whole both these concepts of whining because you don't get something and being grateful for something just makes me think no sex for you. <laughs> it just seems really related to that topic, doesn't it? It is really related to that. Because <laughs> don't we feel like we're due? 
owed at times. Like, why don't I get this? Why can't I have this? And, yes. And more more destructively, of course, well, you, you owe me sex. You know, that, that really gets into problems. Yes. Here, and on the other side of the coin, we would be really grateful to get it, though. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I got a glimpse of some woman's top of her thong the other day, and I was grateful as hell, you know, and, <laughs> and just for those little things, you know. Just for Not the little like, thing. Like other things better, too, but, you know. I don't, I don't know, Dave. You got to appreciate everything, I think. Yeah, I appreciate everything. I'm just putting that in there just because we should, because really we should be saying, and this relates to foosball by, what? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it, it, I think we go back to our sports analogy. I mean, why don't we, why aren't we thankful about the process? Why don't we, why aren't we grateful for every good shot we get? Or why aren't we grateful? I, the real, the real test is to be grateful for your defeat. Now that, and I don't know how you do that because we're really oriented towards success here in our culture, especially in sports and in foosball. But if we could be grateful for our defeats in foosball because that makes us a better person, a stronger person, and maybe we won't make those same mistakes next time. That would be very helpful, I think. You think so? I really do. So you think that... I could just be blowing smoke up the collective ass with that, but of <laughs> course, you know. Well, probably, but... So you think that, like, when Paul says, I'm suffering even to the point of chains like a criminal, ah. for, for the sake of those who are chosen, blah, 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 this has to do with foosball. Well, if we, if we suffer through this game where we're being beaten to hell, maybe we'll learn something from it. Well, you, you gain character from that. Character. Hmm. What if you're already a character? Well, you, you, <laughs> your character gets a little bit modified. I guess so. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, so shall we end this thing? Let's do it. All right. I found this thing on a website, and it didn't really say who the author was, but it was from Faith Bible Church in Evansville, Indiana. So thanks go out to Faith Bible Church, whoever <laughs> said this, whatever Sunday, whatever, wherever. And this was entitled Thanking God. I'm just going to read a little bit of this sermon that this person did. Uh, thankful people are a delight to be around. They don't have that miserable attitude that the world owes them something. They aren't full of themselves and upset because their expectations excuse me, and demands from others aren't met. Their favorite jingle is that nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I'm going out and eat worms. Thankfulness reminds us that everything of real worth in our lives is from God. It keeps us humble and appreciative of others and easy to be with. Thankful people are happy people. They tend to see the glass half full rather than almost empty. God's will for your life is to be a thankful person. As Paul states in Colossians, God's will isn't so much a matter of where you should go or what you should do as it is the kind of person God wants you to be. Adam and Eve didn't need to ask God which tree they should eat from every day. He said, from any tree you may freely eat, just don't eat from that one tree, which was a test of their obedience, their character exactly what Paul is getting across in this prayer. You need to be filled with the knowledge of God's will, which he gives through the wisdom and understanding of his word. The purpose is so you might please God in all you do. And Paul identifies four practices that will please God. God wants you to bear fruit through good deeds. God wants you to grow in knowing him. God wants you to be strong and endure every pressure and be patient with all the people he brings into your life. Ooh, that's a tall one. The fourth and final practice is to joyfully keep on giving thanks to the Father. 
God's will is for you to give thanks and be a thankful person. Well, thank you, Dave. Well, thank you, Reiner. (laughs) And thank you, listeners. And thank you, computer. And thank you for hopefully the noise that maybe... Won't be there. Won't be there. Hopefully. All right. See you, everybody. Have a good week. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.